Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 59, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! Ha <laughs> It's a story! It's big! Never boring! No way! For his glory! Always! It's God's Big Story! So welcome back everyone. Now my voice might be sounding a little bit rough today because, well, it turns out that I have COVID. So I've got a little bit of a sore throat, but apart from that, I'm feeling good. So, well, let's get to it. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marv, I don't know if I should be podcasting solo while I've got COVID. Oh no, no, don't worry Dave, I'm a cow. I've got herd immunity. Yeah, I'll be fine. Ah, well, yeah, fair enough. But, uh, well, what about Colin? Ah, don't worry about me, Dave. Yeah, crows don't get COVID. We might get bird flu, but yeah, none of this COVID-19 stuff. That's why they've never put crows on lockdown, Dave. Yeah, we can fly wherever we want. Okay, great. Well, in that case, I think it's time to make our day just a little bit more interesting. What have you got for us this week? All right, Dave. Last week, we talked about the Assyrians and their scuba diving. This week, let's talk about the guys who came next, the Babylonians. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, so Nebuchadnezzar, the king, he married a Sheila called Amethyst. And she came from a place called the Median Empire. Ah, oh, okay. Now... The Median Empire has loads of beautiful mountains with green forests and stuff. So, when old Amethyst goes to live with her husband in Babylon, well, she gets all homesick, because Babylon is all flat and deserty, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah, so, to make her feel better, old Nebuchadnezzar builds the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of like a fake mountain with terraces and loads of plants and trees and flowers and stuff. So these gardens, they were 400 feet long, 400 feet wide and 80 feet tall. So yeah, it's like a huge eight-story building in the desert all covered with plants and trees and stuff. Probably a few crows flying around too, I shouldn't wonder. Okay, wow. Yeah, pretty impressive, eh? Plus, the Babylonian engineers, and let me tell you, those Babylonians were expert engineers, well, they had to get pretty fancy with the plumbing. Bringing water up from the Euphrates River to water all the plants, yeah, they reckon it would have taken 8,200 gallons of water Every single day. Okay, wow. Yeah, so there you have it, Dave. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Pretty interesting, eh? Yeah, very interesting. Thanks, Colin. Good work. 
Yeah, no worries, mate. And thanks again for the cake yesterday. That was great. Oh, you're most welcome, Colin. All right, well, I'll see you guys later, eh? Bye, Colin. Okay, Marvin, so let's get down to business. Now, over the last couple of days, we've read, as Isaiah has been speaking about all these other countries, telling of God's judgment, although, as we saw yesterday, still pointing forward with hope to when people from all the nations would worship in the new kingdom, the new Jerusalem. Yeah, sure thing, Dave. Okay, well, after that section, Isaiah circles back to where he started, to Judah and Jerusalem and its leaders. Because as the threat of the Assyrians becomes clear, the people of Judah, well, they don't go to God for help. They don't even ask God what they should do. They head off to ask the Egyptians for their help and for their protection. Oh, okay. Yeah, and God is not happy with that. And so today, we'll hear just part of Isaiah's message to Judah's leaders. Okay, gotcha. So, well, what should we listen for, Dave? Well, Marvin, as God tells them going to Egypt will do them no good at all, when does God say they will find peace and rest? When they do what? Okay, yeah, so the people will find peace and rest when they do what? Got it. Great. So, over to you, Natasha. Hi, everyone. Today we have two readings from Isaiah 30. So first off, we have Isaiah 30, verses 1 to 5. The Lord will judge his stubborn people. How terrible it will be for these stubborn children of mine, announces the Lord. How terrible for those who carry out plans that did not come from me. Their agreement with Egypt did not come from my spirit. So they pile up one sin on top of another. They go down to Egypt without asking me for advice. They took to the Pharaoh to help them. They ask Egypt to keep them safe, but looking to Pharaoh will only bring them shame. Asking Egypt for help will bring them dishonour. Their officials have gone to the city of Zoan. Their messengers have arrived in Hanes, but the people of Judah will be put to shame. That's because they are trusting in a nation that is useless to them. Egypt will not bring them any help or advantage. Instead, it will bring them shame and dishonour. And then moving on to Isaiah 30 verses 12 to 17. So the Holy One of Israel speaks. He says, You have turned your backs on what I have said. You have depended on telling people lies. You have crushed others. Those sins are like cracks in a high wall. They get bigger and bigger. Suddenly the wall breaks apart. Then it quickly falls down. It breaks into small pieces like a clay pot. It breaks up completely. No one piece is left big enough for taking coals from a fireplace. Not one piece is left for dipping water out of a well. The Lord and Cain is the Holy One of Israel. He says, You will find peace and rest when you turn away from your sins and depend on me. You will receive the strength you need when you stay calm and trust in me, but you do not want to do what I tell you. You said, no, we'll escape on horses, so you'll have to escape. You said, we'll ride off on fast horses, so those who chase you will use faster horses. When one of them dares you to fight, a thousand of you will run away. When five of them dare you, all of you will run away. So few of you will be left that you will be like a flagpole on top of a mountain. You'll be like the only one banner on a hill. Thanks, Natasha. Okay, Marvin, so when would the people actually find peace and rest? Well, David, think it said when they turn away from their sins and depend on God, right? Yep, perfect, Marvin. Now, we talked about this kind of thing a few days ago, but the people really kind of forgot who their God was, and they set about trying to solve their problems their own way. When... If they'd just gone to God, well, he is the one, the only one, 
who could actually solve their problems, who could bring them peace and rest. And boys and girls, peace and rest is still what God offers to those who turn away from their sins and depend on him. That's what God offers us. Peace, and peace means there's no fear, no worry, because we know our sins are forgiven. We know that God is with us, that we're at peace with him. We know God is in control, that he is our good shepherd and he will lead us home. And then also rest. And rest comes because we know that it's not down to us to earn our salvation. Jesus has already done all the work on the cross. We don't have to spend all our life working, trying to be good enough to get to heaven. Because, gosh, that would be exhausting and it wouldn't work anyway. Instead, we rest in Jesus, knowing that God has granted us Jesus' righteousness. Yeah, it's a good deal, Dave. Peace and rest, huh? Yep, I like the sound of that. Yeah. It's a really sweet deal. So today, boys and girls, let's just thank God for those gifts that he gives his people. Peace and rest. Yeah, amen, Dave. And so I think that's where we'll leave it, boys and girls. And unless my voice packs it in completely, well, we'll be back tomorrow to finish up week 12. Oh, you better be back, Dave. I can't win the quiz if you're not here. Well, we'll just have to see, Marvin. Okay, well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow, I hope. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.